guys welcome back to the podcast welcome back to hempication man oh man so yeah today i kind of wanted to talk a bit about um just kind of physical activity sports um uh fitness health physical health um and kind of like you can't really do the physical health without having the mental health like they're like they're combined right um but I also wanted to just catch things up um so yeah I'm going to be talking about that today but between today and yesterday so um so far my back is good uh my mindset's pretty decent today. I was able to just kind of wake up, um, get going, go with the flow. I think last night helped. Um, once I did decide I was going to relax and did some creative podcast-related stuff, and like once I had decided I was just going to relax and stay in, and you know, I was I was vaping and you know smoked a couple straw straw banana bowls, a flower, and, um, um, I didn't eat a lot yesterday, I was feeling weird, and I think maybe that, I'm pretty sure that contributed to my mood being so off, um, just the, you know, low calorie intake, I mean, sometimes when I'm, when I'm, uh, just out of town, or in the mountains, like the altitude, um, my appetite gets a little off, like, especially because I'm, I feel like I'm sleeping good, other than the first night, um, other than, uh, let me see, I think I got here Tuesday night, other than Wednesday night, was it Wednesday night? Jeez. Um, I think Wednesday night was the day I didn't sleep good. Or maybe it was Thursday night I didn't sleep good. I don't even know. Maybe I came up Wednesday night and then went snowboarding. No, because I worked here. I worked here the day before Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez was Thursday. I don't even know how many days I've been here, you guys. Um, But, yeah, I I was... um, Like, yeah, yesterday you guys heard about my whole day pretty much. Um up until the Sabbath point, pretty much, the end of Sabbath, so, um, yeah, I got, um, I looked at the new Parsha, that's Metzora, um, from what I gather, it seems like it's a type of person that did something against the rules that, you know, that person had to leave the community, for a certain period of time before they could come back um but the version of uh, the version that I'm reading is you know it translates the terminology in into the actual Hebrew so I don't really know the English word I'm gonna have to look it up but um I don't know the actual English word <laughs> um but um that's the next portion that I'm kind of working through this week and then 
yeah, last night I kind of was uh, going back, catching up with, uh, well, re-watching a lot of From Satire because I like From Satire's um, YouTube channel. He's pretty funny, even though it's like 10 years ago when he was like posting eight, nine, ten years ago. And then, um, um, mm, so after that he went, he, you know, I was, I was kind of seeing how my mind reacts to some of the, some of the material that previously was stuff that's like, I don't know, I get, I get this weird kind of like, I don't want to say it's triggering for me necessarily, but I get a little like turned off to like rules and laws and stuff. And some reason yesterday, the ones, um, the Tazaria or Tazara or whatever, um, there's two kind of forms of that, of that word and um, that, that white skin disease, and then, um, I started listening to some other, like, I was interested in listening to some, like, relationship type of, um, tips and information, and started listening to, um, I'm gonna have to look him up, Mint, something Friedman, Mint, uh, let me see if I can see my YouTube history. Um, <clears throat> I was up late. I was up a little past midnight. Um, Manus. Rabbi Manus Friedman. I was listening to Rabbi Manus Friedman. Um, that episode he had with Peter Santanello. Um, the end of that episode. Um, <clears throat> I didn't ever finish it. So I was listening to him talking about um, relationship advice in marriage, and then got some, excuse me, some plugs for his books, and, uh, downloaded one on Kindle, not Kindle, on Audible, um, and so I had, I had that, and then, um, that was last night, and then, yeah, I hadn't really eaten that much yesterday. I had that cup ramen. Uh, I had the coffee early in the morning, and then I had cup, cup ramen around noon. And then I think I had, like, a like a leftover, like, Del Taco, crunchy taco at, like, 3 or something like that. And then I didn't eat again till like, 6 or 7 or 6.30 or so. And so I had those leftover... I had some leftover patsu that got frozen in the fridge here, so it took me a while to heat to eat that up. It had all this like f- mostly fish, and uh, I think it was like calamari, a little calamari, but it was mostly like white fish, and then um, a little bit of chicken, um, and then there was a, a spring roll, but I just took out the inside because the outside paper was like. Destro- destroyed from being in the fridge um and I just put the peanut sauce on it and just ate like the noodles inside the vermicelli and the it had like meat like some kind of like beef or something um I don't know if it was beef or pork I have no idea um and then that's kind of all I ate yesterday oh and then I had a, a little macaroni cup so technically calorie wise it was like 
just noodles I hate noodles like three times and then a taco in the middle somewhere but it wasn't really a lot of food I had like the the noodles were like a bowl of the noodles it wasn't like a whole lot of stuff um and then you know I was relaxing and that's when I was watching listening to that Rabbi Menes Friedman content and came across the so he had a an episode of um of his uh I guess he does like a I don't know if he does a weekly thing. I don't know. He has a a website called I got to look this up too. Um did I delete it? His website is called um it's good to know. It's good to know. And if you look that up on YouTube, just it comes across like Rabbi Manus Friedman. Um but on his website it has YouTube and that recent uh video, I don't know if he has a new one up, but the recent video about 22 minutes um was called How to Connect with People and it was the same kind of topic that I was talking on yesterday and there's a lot of good info in there so I'm going to keep going through that like briefly every day like briefly till I'm done with it. I'd like to portion things out um because I feel like I can soak it in better and then like I can learn about things better that way but I, I kind of like uh the concept um how he was talking about how um Mir- Miriam um like he you know because I was kind of questioning like did she say something wrong like because it didn't sound like what she said was wrong and I was having that question yesterday of like well do you like you know if 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 she got in so much trouble for saying something that wasn't even all that wrong then how much more wrong is it you know um of you know people nowadays just the way everyone's like gossiping and just having these toxic conversations about one another like not everybody like people are people are able to kind of keep it under wraps too like the people I hang out with I feel like they're not like you know trying to create toxic relationships everybody values having like good relationships and a strong community network and like you know everybody's everybody's chill but um you know I'm you know I've been around people that you know it should have been safe spaces it was church spaces or religious people or whatever and it should have been church like safe spaces and it was not safe um it was like people gossiping and all kinds of nonsense and um it was a complete turn off because it was just not necessary and even today when I when I you know these days when I try to reconnect with like some uh old church friends and stuff that's kind of one of the main stressors that comes up for me is that like you know I I've I'm not perfect but you know I I've, I've really tried to do away with that kind of style of interacting with people it's like if I have nothing to say I'll just sit there or if I want to talk I'll try to talk about something in a way that's like at least I'm like getting somewhere with the ideas if I'm going to be venting you know I'd rather be like trying to just get it off my chest and just like get somewhere but not necessarily out of anger just like bashing people like that's different than like let me try to work on the anger that I'm dealing with and you know maybe the venting comes out of that but it's like usually I notice that when 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 I am kind of going off the 
off the rails and like you know saying things that I probably shouldn't really be saying it's like usually I'm like pissed at somebody but I'm you know my intention isn't really to like bash them it's more like I'm frustrated with the situation I just need to get this off my chest and I'm not saying that's necessarily right but that's kind of the question I was kind of having is like when somebody asks you know like is this okay um to be like this with this person um like is that kind of like an okay mindset and you know to to like when somebody asks you like oh why are you upset with this person or like you know what happened or what's going on like is it okay to like say something and then um you know according to what uh Manus Friedman was saying it was like because Miriam was a exotic like a righteous person because um of the way that she talked um everything that came out of her mouth was um likely like it wasn't what's considered Lashon Hara, which is a concept of like gossip or like um uh like slander like um it was like personal information about some valuable information to be shared not just like shooting the breeze or like um it was actually like valuable information so that information because of her status and the information that she was talking about um because of her status and because of Moses status of being the most humble person and the one that God trusted the most and then her being also a righteous person because of her status the thing that she had said about the Cushite woman that was Moses wife it was not okay for her and it was interesting um they were also saying that in history um that type of white skin disease that that skin disease that was like those white that white neurological neuro neuropathy type of disease um that you could get it was um something that people got for gossiping and i guess um it was a skin disease that doesn't exist anymore and so people today don't get that um it's not the same disease it's a completely different type of disease and she got it from gossiping um and it lasted she was she had to let leave the community 7 days and then she came back so it's like it wasn't permanent but because of her status um what she had said was wrong and then i was like i it got me kind of um into like looking into Lashon Hara and like um a guy that I've heard of before that I never really looked into called Chavitz Chaim and um so Chavitz Chaim made this whole um work called uh, about about Lashon Hara which is like about slander and gossip and it's basically um uh so like say for example there's there's a website called chafetzchaimdaily.org and I'll just go through some of it so last night when I looked there wasn't anything for the month of April yet it was all just March up to March 30th and now it has March 31st it looks like so 
So, okay, I'll read like a little bit of it just so you can see what kind of things are considered Lashon Hara. Like Lashon Hara is considered like gossip or um, slander or just some inappropriate style of speech. Um, so from March 31st of 2022, um, what was written there, it says, Chavit Chaim Daily 28, and it says, Adar 7-3, so that's like the day, um, uh, or the, the section for the day of Adar 28 to 29, um, or month, sorry, the month with the date 28 and 29. Um, so it says, is Aser, is, I don't know how to pronounce these words sometimes. There's a word called Mutter, and there's a word called Aser, and there's a word called Heter, and I'm really struggling to, to I think Aser means wrong, and then Mutter, I think, is is the opposite. And then heter, I think heter is something that a rabbi determines is correct because of their study and interpretation of all the different kind of laws and like commentaries like that, not necessarily loopholes, but just the details within the details, like something can be be considered heter. Which is which I haven't seen it come up in this yet, but basically, anyways, it says it's also to believe Lashon Hara even if from even if heard from two people, they're wicked people who we do not trust to spoil a good person's name because they are speaking Lashon Hara, and it says something else that I don't understand because there's not enough English in it, but basically, like that's common, right? That's something you would commonly hear. That um, if you hear something between two people, uh, it, like if so, if if Bob person A who lives downstairs and Ruby person B who lives upstairs, so um, if Bob and Ruby come downstairs and they both come to me and they both start saying um, something against. Um, my neighbor who, I don't know, Jill, I don't know, forget names, um, then it wouldn't be okay to believe those things that they're saying about Jill, even though two people, even though Bob and Ruth are telling me these things, um, it's basically saying, um, that they're wicked people who do not trust who we do not trust to spoil a good person's name because they're speaking Lashon Hara. Um, so it's like not really trustworthy information because they're trying to uh, spoil Jill's name. They're trying to say something bad against her. And then there's another one. Um, let me find another one. Some of these don't make sense to me because... Just it's it's a little too complicated for my mind, um, and I also find it pretty challenging to read um, transliterated Hebrew. Like, not that I'm good at Hebrew, but when it's written in English lettering, 
sometimes the letters are different. So, for example, they spell Chofetz Chaim, and then other places, instead of C-H-O-F-E-T-Z, F-E-T-Z, they spell C-H-A-F-E-T-Z, and then it's like, to me, it's like, isn't it a different word? But, like, they mean the same word, um, the same name, I guess. Um, I don't know if it's a word or a name. <clears throat> So I could be wrong because I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to figure out the difference between Aser, Heter and Mutter. Because these three words keep coming up and it's like I can't. Um. So let me see. This one says so this is 611, Adar 611. It says Heter to suspect is only to protect yourself. I mean, sometimes it's written weird. It is absolutely forbidden to mistreat release oneself from obligations to or hate that person um and it says teshuva from believing lush and heart includes removing the story from any ill will from your heart um and this stuff is like complicated even though it's like short a short couple sentences one or two sentences it's like what um asser to degrade someone's belongings i.e to say plony store sells bad quality items so so it's if there's like you know if if bob owns a sports store and i'm telling ruth like hey don't go to his store because he sells um he sells bad quality items um and it says the next part says it is worse when two people say Lashonhara because it is more damaging. So if me and Jill start talking crap about Ruth, um, and we're telling Bob some story about Ruth of some I guess some night where she was out drunk or something, um, it's even worse because it's it's more damaging when me and her are talking about her um and then bob is like taking on this information and then there's this whole other discussion so i'm gonna stop with all that so there's this whole other discussion about um how come uh how come how come uh, like I kind of lost what I was trying to say. Sorry. There was kind of a a, a whole discussion about, um, oh, so the, the receiver of the information is also receiving some form of damage. And the one who's talking about the information is receiving some form of damage. And the person being talked about is receiving some form of damage. So that's why it's not necessarily considered, you know, the best of choices to be, you know, in community with people and just talking crap because it's it's negative to everybody involved. Um it's not like a positive um it's not positive to anybody. Um and so I'm just trying to keep that under wraps and it's one thing to like say it and it's one thing, you know, to be around it, but it's like what do you do with the information? Cuz I'm thinking about it and I'm like I'm I've this is the first time I'm reading all the times writings about Lush and Hara. This is the first time I'm reading it. The the few that I read last night and then the few that I just read right now, like a couple of those I had read last night and then some of them I'm just reading now. 
And it's like, some of this stuff is like, it doesn't seem too big a deal, right? So that's why I'm kind of like, like a little bit floored. Um, Because it's like, these are super high standards. But you can imagine if people, if you had a reputation where people knew that you weren't even talking on that level of bad about people, I mean, you'd probably be the most trustworthy person that people knew um you know and it's even hard it's hard to practice i mean like um for example one of my friends um was working last night and he was um he was texting me saying um that Lil Nas X was in the same place where he was working but on a different floor and he had heard about it but i guess i don't know if he i don't know if it, if he didn't check his message when he heard about it or in like missed him or what but he was like I he heard about it but he he didn't know to like go to that floor because like some reason he like missed either missed the message or or somebody told him late or like whatever however he wasn't in the same place at the same time but then he heard that some of the people who worked at at the Hooters took pictures um with Lil Nas X and so he said he was going to try to ask for a photo from those workers to send to me which was cool which he did um and I'm like oh it's cool because they were in the same like spot at the same time last night in Vegas and then um um he you know I sent that to a friend of mine who is a good friend of mine um who is who got me into Lil Nas X um like I didn't really pay much attention to his music until one night, one afternoon, we were kind of, like, just vibing, like, catching up someplace, and then, you know, she was kind of, like, saying how she really liked his music and stuff, and so, usually when my friends like something, I'm like, oh, let me check it out, because, like, you know, it's, like, a little more appealing if it's, like, somebody else recommending something to you, so, like, I was like, oh, let me check him out, and ever since then, I was, like, kind of following his stuff, and then, um, she asked me, how how because this guy is both of our friends and she asked me because I, I sent her the picture and she was like well how's he doing and I'm like you know and I'm thinking about this stuff that I just was reading and I'm just like so what do I say you know <laughs> like what do I say like he's working really hard he's meeting some new people I think he's doing all right you know like you guys should contact him you know like and that's basically well, I was like, okay, like, there's not really much more I can say, right? Because um, anything else would be too much over shared information that might be personal information. Like, I was talking to this guy yesterday for, like, back and forth. We we kind of, on weekends, send each other, like, mass texts and stuff. And so, like, we were catching up and stuff about, like, what we've been doing and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, um, I'm like, well, I can't get into all that. I can't get into all the topics that we were discussing because it might be personal information. But, I mean, ordinarily, I might have shared, like, maybe a little more, but it still wouldn't even be considered, to my knowledge, to my previous opinion, it wouldn't be considered bad to share. Um, because it wasn't, like, super revealing personal information. But then when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, now I don't even know what I can really say, like, what is okay to really say, you know, because, like, he's telling me this, but then I'm kind of 
hearing from other people that maybe he's not really in, in contact with them. Like they don't really know like what he's up to lately. So then I'm like, well, if he hasn't told them and they don't know, I think the best thing for me to say is for them to contact him and then leave it in his hands if he wants to share what he's been doing outside of like work and social. Um, he can fill in the details there. Um, <clears throat> but I'm kind of like, I mean, that's fine. I don't have much desire to share like a ton more than that. Like I'm fine with just only having shared that. And um, even if I would have shared more, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind because um, all of us, you know, we we hang out. We used to hang out. We're probably going to hang out um, when we can all make it financially and physically and work wise when we can all kind of make it to the same time and space together. Um, we don't intend on never seeing one another again. It's just right now it's kind of like not going to happen like tomorrow or anything. But um, yeah, so it was just kind of interesting to me um reading this type of literature because I'm like um it's it's just common in our society socially to not really care too deeply about what we share about who and how we share it and it's like there's definitely you know things that are considered private information details is really personal stuff and then like secrets and things and then there's this kind of middle ground where it's like it's not really a secret but it's easy to just kind of say like it's easy to say that somebody sells a product that kind of sucks or that isn't good quality it's easy to say it's easy to be with somebody when they're telling a story about some other person and they're telling it to somebody who hadn't been there and they um um they tell it to somebody who hadn't been there and you know to try to want to chime in and be like oh yeah this funny thing happened or this weird thing happened and it's like, oh, that's not necessarily maybe okay to be, like, saying all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, even just texting my friend back, I was, like, trying to think. I was, like, trying to think about it. And I was like, okay, like, is that enough And I'm that I can say, you know? And then I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm comfortable with that. I think we're within a good boundary here. Um, but it's just kind of... Uh, uh, a challenge, I guess we could say, um, to know what to, what to, what to say, what not to say, um, and to see, like, if I, if I'm going to value kind of practicing things this way, or just, like, learn about it and do nothing about the information, um, if it's something that I, because I do kind of vibe with it, like, I've, I've, mentioned before that I'm like I already don't feel comfortable as it is sometimes um in social settings when people want to ask me a bunch of stuff about other people and the thing is too I'm not like a lot of other people like I keep in touch with so many people that people do ask me often about others and like how's this person what are they doing what's that person doing um 
And it's not uncommon to just be like, oh, like this person broke up or this person moved or they're downgrading their housing or this person lost their job or whatever. But it's not even necessarily like considered gossip in our society. It's just kind of matter of fact. But it's like, you know, to do better with that kind of thing. It's like, wow, the standards can get pretty high. But it's good to kind of see it written out. That's like, okay, this kind of thing is maybe not the best type of thing to say or that type of thing versus just trying to wing it. And I do notice too, like with the typing, typing is kind of like you can at least think about it for a second and be like, okay, like maybe that's too much to share versus like in real time when you're just like talking and you're like, uh, like, okay, like, am I going to talk about this thing? Am I going to talk about that thing? You know, like, and there is kind of pressure too. There is the pressure that people, people get a little, um, irritated or like, um, aggressive towards when you don't really want to be too open about other people's lives and share too much gossip, they do get a little bit like, oh, please share it or please, you know, and to be the person that says, no, I'm not going to talk that way or I'm not going to share that information or just be like, yeah, you should just ask them. Because that's kind of generally what I, that's kind of my way of just like, ah, you should ask that person. Um, cause most of the people I know talk to one another. So I'm like, well, you can just ask that person. And then that takes the pressure off of me having to like reveal about them. Um, but it's kind of like, I mean, I'm already a pretty private person as it is. So that kind of helps cause I don't really care to like share every single detail about my whole life. But then it's like, you know, I just wonder, you know, and it's kind of interesting, too. I wonder how this would play a role at work, because at work, we work with clients and we check in about kind of like what we checked in about during the week with that person. And so it's like, okay, we're consulting, but then it's like, okay, it's one thing to consult about the symptoms, about diagnostic information about treatment recommendations, whether they're following them or not, and barriers. And it's another thing just to be, like, talking about all of their life stressors and things going on here and there. Um, But I think sometimes that information is necessary, so I'm kind of wondering how this would play a role at work, and especially because with our caseloads, we have individual caseloads, and we don't cross over clients. Like, it's very, very rare that we cross over clients, and since we don't really cross over clients, um, and it's more rare, you know, to, you know, for me to have clients on my caseload and then somebody else talking to them all the time. Like sometimes, like if I'm out of town, like I'm, I've been off work for a couple of days and stuff. And then like, you know, I tell the clients who have been contacting me often or who I know are likely to call or something, I make sure they have the main office contact number and a name or two of people to to ask for if they need assistance and I'm not available um cuz I don't want to just like leave them hanging especially when I know they've got like other deadlines of stuff coming up that they need help with and then like I'm clearly not going to be there and we don't log on outside of work cuz of consultation issues like 
you know, we're not allowed to work when we're not supposed to be on the clock. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. This is like, I like, I like the depth of this. It's just like, I've been looking for something like this. There was another, um, topic that I learned about before, um, about Shomer Nagia. I don't think that is for me necessarily. Um, to be honest, it's not really something that, like, I'm wondering how much detail I should really talk about. But, um, yeah, I would say that I wouldn't ideally want to be in a relationship, uh, a dating relationship where there was no physical contact um, including, like, handshaking, hugging, kissing, things like that, none, um, and then there's this other concept, I don't know the name of it, but, uh, where, um, this rabbi was talking about how, you know, in, in a, with the goal of keeping a marriage strong, having separate beds, because there's such thing as overload of, like, contact with with a spouse I mean these are concepts that I'm just like um I'm not knocking it I'm just like what like because it's so like different from how I was taught to live and how I was taught even though I was raised in a very conservative space um it wasn't as conservative as all of this but then I really do like the detailed focus on relationships, um, whether that's marriage or dating or just casual and passing or close friendships and community and, you know, family, friends, whatever. Like, I, I like that because I think a lot of times what we have missing is what it looks like, like a picture of like, what does that look like to not gossip because it's such a fine line you know when somebody's like oh I'm not gossiping and you're like okay and then like I'm not gossiping like okay like you know I'm not you know people are like I'm not I'm not gossiping you know and I think I think it is natural and just so automatic to you know, every once in a while, like, something's going to slip, you know. Um, but I think that should be the exception. It shouldn't be the norm. Um, and it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, not a lot in a bad way. I actually really like this stuff. And like I said, I'm not going to say I'm going to, like, follow everything. Like, I just like learning about it just for, like information's sake just to try to like challenge myself to be better at certain things and especially because like I mentioned like I'm meeting some people that really are trying to actively have community and start you know um, they actively are like let's start like you know let's have like communal connections and stuff I'm like all right but I don't know what this means and I don't know what it entails and I don't really know these people so it's like all right let's dive on in but I don't want to come in there without my head straight. I don't want to come in there without 
like my head kind of focused on my own goals um I'm really hesitant to do that and it's been a while with the Rona you know we haven't really been doing the whole like casual meet and see where where it goes from there there hasn't been a lot of that for like a couple years now so it's a little bit exciting it's a little bit frightening it's a little bit like just exhausting um but I think you know it might be important to kind of do the work before starting instead of just wing it and go in and you know like it's been a while since I've been part of a new community of people like when I started this new job it was a new community of people but there already weren't that many of us starting like six people total if you count all the staff clinical and other management and everything six total and then um so I really was enjoying that and and um yeah just I mean you know people have told me that they that they think I'm I'm good at you know connecting with people so I want to be good at it even better you know if I am really good you know I want to be better at it it is something I value. I just know that it's it's just a constant, like, there's so much just, like, having to, like, rein it in and, like, focus and just, like, don't let those automatic kind of methods just kind of, like, start taking over. There is kind of, like, this, like, hyper excitement that kind of comes up. And especially, you know, when we're drinking and we're out and everybody's stoned and drunk and you know, having, you know, I don't know, like if they're having psychedelics or whatever, like there's a little bit more, um, um, aspects to kind of try to like, um, navigate through. Um, I notice when I'm really caffeinated or when I drink alcohol, I'm really like a little like loosey goosey a little bit, like, I, I joke around a whole lot more and I'm just really kind of quick to think, but not really like quick to shut up and like, um, like I process things faster in a way, but I'm like, I automatically, um, I, I kind of bypass a lot of that slow processing speed that I normally have. And I just automatically start like, you know, just like interacting with people and but I'm not really too connected with like myself sometimes I'm like like whoa you gotta like slow down you know like and it's hard you know I'm thinking too like when when I'm frustrated with somebody it's hard to be like you know the first thing I want to do when I'm frustrated with somebody is just like vent to somebody else about that person you know like not specifically to hurt them but in a way it's like it helps me get something off my chest so it's like there's got to be another way to do that um to get things off the chest without without having to involve other people who are who have no idea of the event that occurred um I don't know. I'm going to have to sit with all this for a while because it's really kind of a lot. Um, 
And then... So let me see. I'm going to actually make this two recordings because this is uh, way too lengthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I was kind of... That's kind of the follow-up from yesterday. Kind of where I went yesterday with my questions and it kind of led me into all this other stuff. So all that being said, you know, as much whining and moaning and complaining and, um, you know, um, and discomfort as I experienced yesterday with, you know, being so down on myself for not getting up to the mountains and snowboarding and pushing hard past my uh, back injury um, to just like get up there and do it. Um, All that being said, I'm glad that I stayed in and was able to kind of rest. I napped a little while, ate, um, did a lot of inward kind of meditating and just thinking things through and, you know, created some podcast content and then kind of dove into more of those details um, throughout the night. And I feel like I woke up and I felt fine. You know, I woke up and I was like, I kind of needed all that to get out of me. And to kind of wake up with a new mindset, kind of refreshed, renewed feeling. Um, yeah, and I, I woke up and I wasn't really feeling too bad about um, getting up to the mountains. Like, my head wasn't, like, it strangely wasn't in that mode of, like, oh, I want to sleep in. I don't want to do this. I don't want to get up, you know. Um, I was I was game, you know. I was like, let's let, let me get up and do this. And, like, I did. Um, so I got in my workout today on the slopes and, uh, but yeah, I'll get more into that, um, in this next bit. Cause, uh, I'm going to take a little break, hydrate. You guys can probably tell I'm pretty exhausted. I feel like I slept well, but it's probably the combo of the weed. It's probably the weed, <laughs> um, the, my, the amount of weed the bowl that I smoke, that, that stuff really just kind of, um, slows me way down, uh, which is fine. Cause I, I want to rest. I want to force myself into relaxation. Um, even though it's kind of almost uncomfortable cause it's like a whole day that I'm feeling like, okay, I want to get up and like do some stuff and like, but I'm like, no, no, like just sit, just sit there, just lay there, just chill. Um, so yeah, I'm going to talk more about athletic stuff because I didn't really get into it in this because I was kind of recapping and reviewing kind of where I went after yesterday. Um, all right, stay tuned.